You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Greek's Gridiron and to the second half of my picks for week number six in the USFL. We've got a couple of games to go over here. We're currently sitting at 12-8. and eight. We made picks yesterday for Saturday's games, and today we are doing Sunday's games. So if you have not watched already, make sure at the end of this video you jump over to the Saturday's picks, go through Saturday's games as well, see who I'm picking for those games. But we're doing score predictions, I'm breaking down the games, and I'll ultimately give you my winner. So comment down below, who do you think's going to win? Give me some final scores, and let's dive right in, shall we? Beginning with the New Orleans Breakers taking on the Philadelphia Stars. This game will be at noon on Sunday, Eastern time, that is, at Ford Field in Detroit. You'll find this game on FS1. We have the Breakers coming in looking to bounce back off of a shocking loss to the Memphis Showboats last weekend, and the Stars coming in looking to build a little bit of momentum after finally snapping their losing streak and getting a big win over the Generals off of eight field goals, a USFL record. They managed 24 total points off of the leg of Lewis Aguilar. I think that is one of the craziest stat lines I've ever seen for a victory, but here we are. He deserves a spot in the NFL, and if he's not kicking in a camp somewhere come season's end for the USFL, I would be legitimately shocked. Now, going into this game here, what these teams need to do, we'll look at the breakers first. The big thing that I took away from last week's game was the struggles with the offensive line. They allowed four sacks against the Memphis Showboats, but luckily coming into this game against the Stars, they have been able to generate next to no pressure and only have brought down the quarterback six times altogether this season. That is the fewest in the league. You're basically coming into this game at roughly one sack a game at this point. So good news for the Breakers. Despite your struggles last week, you have a much less effective pass rush to deal with this week. So I expect a bounce back game for the offensive line. I also expect a bounce back game for West Hills as well. The Stars allow a whopping 152 yards roughly rushing a game, which is the league most by nearly 20 yards or so. So I definitely expect to see a bounce back from him. Lean into your running back. He's been a star all season long. Stay balanced, but I think that this is a game where we could see West Hills pushing for a hundred and some odd yards total altogether between the ground and through the air altogether. The other thing that I need to keep, or you need to keep in mind, Breakers, is the turnovers. That is what kept the Stars alive last week, and that is the reason you lost last week. Protect the football, and I think you put the Stars in a really tough place. They benefited from a lot of short fields last week, ultimately needing all eight of those field goals to get there. But even when they were 50-some-odd yards out, Lewis Aguilar was knocking in field goals regardless. So do not give them short fields. They have a kicker who can make you pay for it. And they struggle to get into the end zone, but they're able to put up points if given the opportunity. As for the defensive side of the ball, one thing that I noticed when I was going through some numbers here, and I think this is important for the breakers here, stay tight, bend, don't break type of mentality in the red zone here. The Stars struggling in the red zone this year in touchdown scoring opportunities. They have only scored seven touchdowns in the 16 red zone trips that they've had this year. If you are able to keep the Stars out of the end zone, they have not been able to put up a ton of points week in and week out. I think you have a really good shot at winning this game if you're able to continue that theme and keep them out of the end zone. And on top of that, bring the pressure. The Breakers, very effective at bringing pressure. They're about middle of the road when it comes to bringing the quarterback actually down. But luckily, you're going up against a Philadelphia 
Arabia Stars team that is basically a turnstile of offensive linemen having allowed 22 total sacks on the season, which is a league high by seven sacks altogether. Poor Case Cookus has been getting absolutely mauled all season long, and I think this Breakers defense has a very good opportunity to continue said mauling. As for the Philadelphia Stars offensively, you have got to find a way to get into the end zone. I already kind of talked about it with the Breakers defense here, but if you are not scoring touchdowns, you are not going to beat the New Orleans Breakers. They are a team that can score at will, and you need to be able to keep up with them. I do not think eight field goals will be enough to beat the Breakers this weekend. You need to find some offensive production from some of your star players. Uh, obviously, Jordan Sewell went down to the injured reserve. Running back Darnell Holland is being marked on the in, uh, what is the inactive roster, so I don't expect to see him as well. You're going to need to lean on Corey Coleman, Devin Gray, Matt Colburn, your running back, and get some production out of your stars. Get the football in their hands and let them make plays. Corey Coleman has been an excellent receiver on an otherwise very poor offense altogether. Get him the football. Get Devin Gray the football. Put the ball in your playmaker's hands, and most importantly, find a way to win on third down. If you're looking for play like your best plays save them for third down because the breakers are one of the best third down defenses in the league actually excuse me they are the best third down defense in the league allowing conversions on only 32.7 percent that means they're stopping a team on third down two out of every three plays you're going to need to be able to convert those third downs if you want any hope of keeping pace with a breakers offense that I expect to be very aggressive as for the defensive side of the ball I think the theme here is just bend but don't break I I'm not going to sit here and say that the Stars can't ultimately stop the Breakers by any means, but uh, this defense has not been great in Philadelphia this year so far, and the Breakers have been able to score very much at will for the most part of this season. They're averaging about 27 points a game, so bend but don't break. Do your absolute best to try to limit them to field goals. Uh, they have a very good kicker, but ultimately it, keeping them out of the end zone is probably going to be the best the, the biggest key to success, I would say, for this team. Very big generalization right there because obviously there's a lot that goes into that, but you're going to have to keep them out of the end zone if you want any shot of winning this game. As for another thing, I would like to see this defense be opportunistic. The showboats kind of showed you the roadmap to how to beat the breakers last week. It was one, bring the pressure. Again, they got to McLeod Bethel Thompson four times last week, bringing him down for sacks. But on top of that, they were able to make plays, whether it was punching out the football, getting an interception, and just kind of keeping all the playmakers in check. Go after the football. Be aggressive. Don't be afraid to jump a route. Don't be afraid to take a swing at the football in someone's hands, whether it's a running back, a wide receiver, whoever it may be. Try to make a play. I feel like that's probably the only way you can really take down this Breakers teams. You have got to force the mistakes. Don't hope for them to happen. The Breakers are very good at protecting the football, and you're not going to see McLeod Bethel Thompson really throw too many bad passes. You're going to have to be opportunistic and make that play happen, not necessarily wait for it. I don't really think you're going to get that from the Breakers here. As for who I think wins this game, ultimately, I, you know, again, Awesome job by the Stars last week pulling out a victory. 
Don't think that's going to happen this weekend. Unfortunately, I do have the breakers in this game here. I have them winning 30-20. to 20. I think we're going to see potentially a touchdown, maybe even two from the Stars this weekend. It would be kind of wild to see them go without another touchdown in back-to-back weeks. So I expect to see at least a score into the end zone here. But ultimately, I feel like this is a bounce-back weekend for the breakers offense. You're going up against a defense that just has not done a lot very well this year so far in the Philadelphia Stars. And I think the breakers take advantage of that. I feel like my cloud Bethel Thompson for all the conversation that's been going on around him this past week didn't have a great game, didn't have a great game. The game wasn't that bad. It just wasn't a great game for his standards that he set for himself this year. So I would say great game by the breakers offense ultimately leads to a star's loss again, 30 to 20. I like the breakers. As for the second game that we're looking at here, final game of the weekend, we're talking the New Jersey Generals going up against the Houston Gamblers. This one's going to be at 4 o'clock Eastern time from Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium in Memphis. We have this game on Fox for those of you looking to watch on television. You have the Generals coming off of what felt like an offensive meltdown for them. They've been very good at protecting the football pretty much all year long, and last week was just everything but what we've seen from them the majority of this season with four turnovers altogether. And then you have a Gamblers team that's coming in red hot off of a massive victory over the Stallions without their starting quarterback, a game that a lot of people had them counting out, but a game that I, knowing how good of a quarterback Terry Wilson has been, was not too surprised to see. When I look at the generals in this game here, as far as the offense goes, what do you need to see from them? Well, before we get into that, I do have a question. Are we going to see more of Kyle Laletta this week? I feel like the passing game looked a little bit better with him under center last week. I know DeAndre Johnson came out with something going on with his eye. He came out, it seemed like he was okay, and then he kind of stayed out for the rest of the game. Do we maybe see more from Kyle Laletta? Does he get more of an opportunity? Do we get the dual system quarterback thing? So that'll be something I'll be keeping an eye on. Does Kyle Laletta get the start? Do we maybe see a split in reps? Maybe, you know, one drive, then the next, swapping back and forth, one half, then the other. I mean, right now, the North Division, very much wide open with everyone sitting at two and three. The Generals are very good when it comes to running the football, and they have, I would say, arguably the second best defense in the USFL right now behind only the Pittsburgh Maulers. I feel like they're a very complete unit altogether. You kind of have the opportunity to play around with your quarterback situation at this very moment because even if you don't necessarily know who's that quarterback, you have a excellent running back in Darius Victor and a defense that can keep you in games. So maybe we see some shuffling going on with the quarterback situation. I don't necessarily know, but it is something I'll keep an eye on. As for this game, I think this is a really good opportunity for you to really test out what your passing attack can look like. The Gamblers, for as good of a team as they have been, have struggled defending the pass. They allow a league-high 226 yards per game. So if there was ever a game where you want to really try and air it out and find some offense, this would be the game to do it, whether it's with Kyle Lalletter or DeAndre Johnson. But one thing specifically I want to see from this team is to... Try and get Cam Eccles Looper more involved. I think he is a underrated playmaker on that offense. He's an excellent return specialist, but I want to see him get the ball in his hands more on offense. He's had a few big plays here or there so far this season, but I want to see he's a guy that I want to see the ball going his direction, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight times a game. I'm closer to that eight than four, but I want to see him getting targets. I want to see you scheming him open to allow him to make plays because with the ball in his hands, he is a threat to. To take it to the house. As for the defensive side of the ball, I think the goal is very simple here, and that is stop Mark. 
Thompson. You have one of the better run defenses in the league, and if you want to win this game, you've got to find a way to keep Mark Thompson out of the end zone because he has been absolutely bullying defenses all season long since he got going, and he is no stranger to the end zone at this point in the season. I believe he's sitting at eight touchdowns now so far this year, nine, eight or nine, a very high number, and he has no issues getting himself in there. On top of that, you need to be ready for the play action. I feel like with how good Mark Thompson is, they are very good at just getting under center, and you, you have to be honest with your defense because while Mark Thompson has been a problem, gamblers are not afraid to take the deep shot as well. So be ready for that and bring some extra attention to Justin Hall. He is somebody that I feel like because the gamblers had a slow start to the season... He isn't getting quite the love he deserves, but he is one of the league's best wide receivers at this point in the year. The numbers speak for themselves. Make sure you know where he is at all times and you're not letting him torch you for a big play. As for the gamblers, offensively, Kenji Bahar is back. Big news for them. Very exciting. I've got to say, Terry Wilson did an excellent job in his absence, but Kenji Bahar is the quarterback for this team and the guy that I want to see under center for them. So massive plus for the gamblers going into this one here. But you have yourself a very tough test going up against the New Jersey Generals. They boast arguably the best passing defense in the league right now, headlined by corners DJ Daniel and Miko Dotson. So Prepare for tight coverage. Lean into your running attack. Again, Mark Thompson has been as good as any running back in the USFL, arguably the second best, I would say, because you probably give the first to Wes Hills on the breakers. But if you're not talking Wes Hills, you're probably talking, talking Mark Thompson. Darius Victor is the guy I would probably argue against him. But prepare for tight coverage and a really good secondary and expect to find some open running lanes. Lean into your strengths. Give the ball to Mark Thompson, but take advantage when the opportunities do present themselves when it comes to passing the football. But this is not going to be a game where I think the yards, catches, or touchdowns come very easy through the air. The generals are as good as anyone when it comes to defending the pass. Defensively, I think you just kind of have to continue to play to your strengths, especially with the way this matchup works, because the generals are such a good rushing offense. But the gamblers, second fewest in the league in yards per game allowed at roughly 80 per game in terms of rushing. Darius Victor, obviously, one of the best backs in the league I literally just talked about it 67.2 yards per game for him which is third best in the league and he's averaging 6.3 yards per carry which is the most among running backs in the USFL this is a guy that you need to be prepared for expect he's going to get the football he has been bulldozing defenses all season long and if DeAndre Johnson's under center you can expect a fair amount of running coming from him as well your run defense is about to prove their worth this weekend on top of that be on the lookout for the big play. Like I said, the Gamblers passing defense has not necessarily been the best this season. They literally lead the league in yards per game, but you need to be prepared for the Generals to take that big shot. Their running game between DeAndre Johnson and Darius Victor has been so effective that they have been able to kill defenses when it comes to the play action pass, and typically somebody is getting caught for a big gain. The Generals passing average is currently sitting at 7.65 yards per play, which is the second most in the USFL. The gamblers on the flip side of things defensively allow 7.03 yards per play, which is second most in the USFL. So 
There is clearly an issue when it comes to defending the football, especially more of the deeper throws for the gamblers. And the generals are a team that, yes, they'll pound the football down your throat all game long. But once they feel like you're stacking the box and you're getting too heavy and they catch a single high safety set and they're in the right formation, somebody is going to be able to burn you as a wide receiver on that offense. And you need to be prepared for that because that has been kind of like the money play in terms of chunk yardage for the generals. Yes, their rushing attack has been as good as anyone's, but they have been able to rip some big plays through the air. So make sure you are accounting for that. As for who I think ultimately comes out the winner in this game here, I think this game ends up being a tighter one. This is probably going to be one of the more competitive matchups of the weekend. I think that they match up with each other well, whereas like the defense does a good job defending against whatever the offense's strengths are. So I'm really interested in seeing how this game ultimately plays out. I don't think point I think, you know, points are going to come somewhat at a premium and it's going to be a grind of a game, but I'm really looking forward to this matchup here. This is a very intriguing one, I would say this weekend. But for who I think comes out victorious, I am leaning a little bit in one direction more than the other and I'm going to go with the Houston Gamblers for this game here. I just feel like they have a little bit more on the offensive side of the ball altogether, whereas I'm kind of sitting here questioning the quarterback situation for the Generals. I love their defense. I think they're one of the best units in the USFL. Like I said, I would probably put them at second behind only the Pittsburgh Maulers right now. They're a very complete unit altogether, but the quarterback situation right now currently in New Jersey just it's hard for me to buy into what they have going on right now. I was really high on DeAndre Johnson coming into the season, but not necessarily living up to my expectations to this point. And when Kyle Laletta came in last week, I was surprised to see him play the remainder of the game when he did. And now I'm sitting here wondering, you know, are we going to see exactly? Are we going to see more of Laletta? Is, is is this still DeAndre Johnson's team to lead, or maybe did you know his performance, Laletta's post interception during the game that he had last week? Uh, d- does that maybe? make the generals second guess who their starting quarterback is. I just don't know. And with uncertainty at the quarterback spot, I have a hard time picking the team in that position. So give me the gamblers tight game. I like them 27 to 24. Like I said, I think this will be a competitive matchup altogether, but I do give a slight edge to a team that technically has two quarterbacks to a team that you're kind of trying to figure out what's going on at quarterback. But that is it for my picks for this weekend. I'm going breakers. I'm going gamblers. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the video, if you have not already, make sure you check out my picks for Saturday's game as well. You should have no trouble finding that. It's probably popped up at least once in this video, and it'll be here at the end as well. If you made it all the way to the end of this video, I greatly appreciate it. Make sure you comment down below who you think is going to win this weekend. Subscribe so you don't miss out on all the content. I cover the NFL as well as the USFL, and I've got some NFL content coming your way. Don't worry, NFL fans. I know we haven't talked too much, but the USFL has been occupying a lot of my my time. So I'll see you all in the next video. Again, appreciate you for watching. Catch you all next time. Have a good one.